Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello, oh. and welcome to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I want to introduce to you today my guest, Cindy. Cindy has uh, introduced me to a beverage that has completely changed my hope for the future of delicious health-promoting beverages that are also focused on collagen. Now, in the beauty world, now a lot of you have been listening to me for ages around beauty and different beauty techniques and beauty. You know, as we age, our collagen decreases. And how can we get collagen from natural sources? We hear from the Chinese medical system, it's from shark cartilage. We hear from our um, you know, recent media that we need collagen from animals. Uh, there's collagen from milk. There's all these different types of collagen, but what she's doing is revolutionary. Cindy, tell us about Pure Wild. Tell us about yourself and uh, what what led to this? This is so interesting. Well, Helene, thanks for interviewing me. First of all, I love talking about collagen. It's the craziest thing. But um, I am over 60, and I noticed that when I was over 50, I started having joint issues, you know, and going through menopause, which everyone has that to look forward to, you know, mm -hmm. is uh, a big change. And you feel it in your joints, you feel it in exercise. I'm, I'm a big workout person. You know, I think that's really the key to longevity, muscle strength and bone strength. Mm -hmm. So um, I was told for probably over eight or nine years that I needed a knee replacement from all the spinning classes, running, all of the things I was doing. And I refused to do that. I did physical therapy. I um, had PRP injections. If you're not familiar with them, well, you know, that's something you can look into, but they're very helpful. But the point is, if you do all of those things and you don't have the right nutrition in your body to support the effort, it's not as effective. So I was looking into the nutrition that I could add in. And that's when I really started looking into collagen. Um, Collagen is sort of new to the market. It's, I would say it's been on the market about four to five years in mainstream, maybe four years. And the big companies that came out with collagen products that you see on the shelves in Whole Foods, they're basically bovine collagen and they're stored in plastic. So being a sustainable per, you know, I want to be support the climate. And so I didn't want to buy plastic. I don't really buy bovine cow products products because I noticed that that really contributes to climate change. So I started looking into what the different types of collagen are. And you mentioned um, shark cartilage and those different things. So I really started doing a deep dive into that. And I learned that bovine collagen is a larger protein, so it's not as easily absorbed. Right. I, you know, it's not a sustainable product because it's a bovine product. And I frankly didn't like the taste and the consistency. So I started ordering every collagen you could find that, you know, and just like experimenting and learning more about marine collagen. There is 
aviary collagen, which is birds. And I felt kind of uncomfortable with that. I didn't. Oh, right. Bird's nest. They do that in Chinese medicine, right? Is that the, was it? Is that what Not bird's nest. No, I'm talking about chicken bones. Oh now yeah. Birds. <laughs> yeah. Got it's it. Great. Got it. But yeah, um, bone broth, collagen, right? Yeah. Bone broth, bone broth, you know, chicken broth. It's fantastic. But, um, the marine collagen is the smallest protein. So it's the most bioavailable. It's mm. the most easily absorbed. And after the age of 20, we lose one to 2% a year. So by the age of 40, you could have lost 20% of the collagen in your body. And collagen is 30% of our protein. It supports skin, hair, bone strength, more importantly, yeah. heart health, eye strength. You know, really, it's not a beauty product per se. It's all connective tissue, right? Yeah. It's a a wellness product. And it really, it's like, I equate it to kind of like vitamin C. It's something you need to add in every day. You know, Mm. it's a daily dose. So I started looking at it like that. I looked at all the different marine collagens out there and I learned that the shark cartilage isn't sustainable. They're warm water, generally warm water fish, they don't use the whole fish. They throw the rest of it back in the ocean. You know, it's a very unsustainable practice. A lot of the fish collagen is farmed tilapia in Southeast Asia. So I didn't think that was the most sustainable or clean product. And I found a company in Nova Scotia. It's family owned since 1947. They make pharmaceutical grade and hospital collagen products. And for instance, wound care, hospitals take collagen patches for burn victims right. to cover the collagen. So that's this company. And I ordered their product. It's fantastic. I would put it in a glass of wine while I was making dinner at night, just a teaspoon. It would disappear. So I thought I'm going to make collagen wine. That's a great idea. You know, who knew? And anyway, long story short, I ended up making, as you've seen, my regular pure wild collagen drinks um, just because I liked the flavor and I liked the ability to get a daily dose of collagen in a tasteful juice drink that was easy. I didn't have to make a smoothie, I didn't have to dump it into coffee or tea, you know, and deal with a hot drink. So I just, that was just the easiest thing for me. And um, so just to pause there, and her flavors are extremely intelligent right? Holy basil, turmeric. I mean, you can tell us way more about those, but I mean, the flavors and the the recipes, the combinations that you chose are extremely intelligent. Thanks. Well, I, um, I'm from the Bay area, as you know, San Francisco Bay area. And I did a junior year abroad in Paris. I studied at the Cordon Bleu in Paris the whole time I was there. I just ate and took cooking classes. (laughs) Berkeley. Yeah. Really fun. I miss it. I came back to Berkeley to graduate and I worked at Chez Penny's restaurant in Berkeley while I was a senior. So I've been around food and flavor profiles. That wasn't my career. My career was in film and television. The whole, you know, that was what I did while I was raising my daughters, but it's always been very important in our house to have good food. That's, Mm. that's just how it is, you know, organic, clean, you know, we cook all the time. And so, yeah, I made the drinks for myself. The lime flavor, I just picked the limes off my tree and made lime juice with agave. (laughs) I I picked the limes off my tree and I made lime juice with agave. And that's how I ended up with that flavor. And I'm a ginseng nut, you know, because ginseng gives you a little boost of energy. So I do some ginseng. And there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Each bottle has... 
Yeah. Each bottle has less than five, five ingredients or less. I didn't know this, but now I know that in the food business, that's called a clean label product. If you have five ingredients or less, it's a clean label product. So without knowing that, I just made that product because that's what I like. That's incredible. And so if people want to get this beverage, uh, which I highly encourage you to do, where can they find it? Uh, well, we we launched direct-to-consumer on our website. So you can order at purewildco.com and shipping's included. Hallelujah. We figured out how to price that in. Um, it's also available in grocery stores. I got national distribution. And so I'm in mostly the West Coast, but we're in about 20 states now. That's exciting. Yeah, that, yeah, like a year and a half. It's been really fast. That's incredible. Do you ship internationally as well? Not yet. No, we don't ship internationally. Well, I'm working on it. Now. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. So this is really interesting. So you said you were in film and television and then this, so apparently the collagen helped. It helped you feel more vital. It helped you with your joints um, and it helped you. Tell us a little about what happened to you as you started taking collagen on a regular basis. I'm really curious. Um, Well, my knee, which they, you know, five doctors over the years told me I needed a knee replacement. I would say my knee is 90% back. It's a combination of what, of the therapy, exercise, PRP, and the collagen addition. So internally, I can really feel it. Um, my hair grows all the time, you know, I'm constantly getting haircuts now. So, you know, the beauty aspect of it has been really helpful, but I just feel um, stronger, you know, and more muscle strength. You know, we lose muscle strength, especially women over the age of 50. And that to me is the longevity plan. Yeah, I agree with you about the movement. I mean, I talk a lot about food because my master's degree is in nutrition, but uh, you know, without the movement, there's no food, there's no pill, there's no supplement that's going to replace exercise except for collagen. Now I'm, now I'm learning. <laughs> it's so amazing. Um, but we do we, exercise is, is, is so key and sedentary lifestyle is really a, a slow kiss to death. Yeah. Yeah. And I think now with, well, especially with the pandemic where everybody's watching Netflix, binging television, and we're all at our computers all the time, you really have to make an effort, you know, to get up and move. It's the most important thing. It is. Well, for me, I need it for my brain. I just get kind of grumpy when I don't exercise. So yeah, I really exactly. need it. <laughs> exactly. I know. It's yeah. huge. So that, so, you know, I learned so much about collagen. I became sort of an evangelist and, and uh, been selling these drinks. And I do have an interesting story when I was out when I first launched, I went into Air One Markets in Los Angeles, which was great because they try a lot of new products. And I kind of thought, well, is this kind of a Southern California thing or who's the market? Right. I went to Northern California and sold really well. And then um, a store in Texas called Central Market saw them. So they ordered for Texas. And I thought, oh, good. That's interesting. But Central Market is very cutting edge. Anyway, I thought um, I need to sort of expand and see if this is a nationwide or worldwide product. So a little bit of the backstory, my mother's from Oklahoma and she's a member of the Choctaw Nation, which makes me Native American member. I mean, I get a Christmas card from the chief every year, you know, we're in the tribe. So I went back to Oklahoma City where I still have family and I know people and I met with the head of the Homeland Grocery Chain there at 17 stores in Oklahoma. 
And I thought to myself, this is going to be kind of a difficult sell because I'm meeting with men over 50 in the grocery business in Oklahoma City, and I don't know that they're going to really understand how important collagen is. So I walked into this meeting at eight in the morning. I didn't say a word for 15 minutes. They told me all about collagen. Wow. It was shocking. It was great. And one of the buyers had actually used the collagen uh, patches that my company made for the pharmaceutical and hospital industry. So they brought it into 17 stores in Oklahoma and they're still ordering And I just thought, this is it. You know, this is really something that the whole country should be looking into. This isn't an isolated millennial or coastal elite product. You know, this is a product for everybody. And that made me feel really good. Yeah. I mean, that indicator right there, I mean, that that meeting would have determined kind of which direction your business was going to go in, but in a year and a half. So I think consumers are really aware that the word collagen means something, right? It means less pain. It means more vitality. You know, it means something that they <laughs> they need to look at. Um, whereas medicinal mushrooms or other kind of what, what would be considered fringe um, kind of health trends uh, that we're seeing. I think collagen is something, especially the boomer industry and also the, um, you know, 20 to 30s uh, demographic can, can understand and want to consume. Well, you know, it's frustrating because I feel like if I'd been dosing, having a daily dose of collagen earlier, you know, maybe starting in my 30s or 20s, I wouldn't have had the knee issues that I had. Mm. So that's a little bit of, you know, just a hindsight situation, but it wasn't available, you know, back in the the olden days. So I didn't get it, but, um, you know, it's available now and there's no point in uh, hindsight, you know? Right. But um, yeah, so it's, it's an interesting journey learning about this and seeing how it, it translates to other people. And a lot of my customers are are men. It's I thought oh. it would be a female driven product, but Me I do. Have a lot of men. Yeah. It's wow. Really interesting. That is really interesting. I could see a company like uh, Arizona acquiring you one day if that's something yeah. that you're interested in. Yeah. You know, yeah, that'd be really smart for them to to get into. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So, what had you pivot? I mean, because it's. It, I, I also had a food product once. It wasn't a beverage, but um, you know, and there was a moment where I had to take a leap of faith. I knew that it was going to take, you know, several hundred thousand dollars to get the raw ingredients at quantity. I knew it was going to take a facility, you know, I, I mean, so I really understand, you know, what, what it takes to bring a product to market, a food product to market and even beverage. Cause I've been on the, on advisory boards for different companies, uh, beverage companies and currently am still. And so what, but what had you say, this is it like take that leap of faith because it's, it's a commitment and it's a risk. Um, well, that's my nature. I've always been self-employed more or less. I worked, I was a director at ABC in San Francisco at KGO TV. And after that, I moved to Los Angeles and started producing movie trailers for myself. You know, I worked for Warner Brothers, had clients at Disney, Paramount, and I just always did my own thing and had my own business. So a couple of reasons why I took a leap of faith with this is that one reason is I live in Ojai, California, which is a very interesting community of developers. Ojai launched Kavita, the probiotic drink. Right. We have Nutiva, John Rulex company, Nutiva, um, health food supplements. I mean, maybe half a dozen 
you know, 8,500 people and a half a dozen food and beverage companies have come out of here. So I, and the, the Kavita guy lives up the street from me. So I thought, well, if you can do it, I can do it. You know, it's just that simple. That's kind of how women are, especially mothers. (laughs) We just, we just do it. So I did that. And I had, um, I made the drinks in my kitchen. I just was making the flavors and I have a friend who's an actress and she was not working that weekend. She was in LA. She was kind of in that actress mode where I'll, well, I'll never get another job, you know, and one job ends that I don't know if you're familiar with acting, but mm-hmm. it's very terrifying when you're out of work. So she called and said, can I come to Ojai and spend the weekend? I said, sure. She came up. I gave her the drinks in my kitchen. She said, these are great. You, you have to make these. You have to start this company. So that was about two years ago. And now she's starring as Eliza in Hamilton on Broadway. And I have a company. So we just figured something happened in my kitchen, you know, that helped, <laughs> that launched us both into a different world. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. So I had my friend Dave make the label and I thought I put the label on the bottle and I thought I can sell that. That looks just as good as anything else. And I it tastes, it. you know, it's, I just think, you know, it didn't need to be overthought. Right. Yeah. Well, most of us do. I overthink everything. So I appreciate that reminder. Yeah. And a lot of magic happens in the kitchen. I mean, I know you know that with your background, but, uh, and you never really, and I love this. I was at the botanical gardens uh, with all these endangered rare species of plants that are going extinct um, in, in Hawaii two weeks ago with the CEO of this, of this organization, not just the botanical gardens, but the preservation of these the species of these birds and, and plants. And uh, she said to me on our walk, you never know what a plant is going to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And I just uh, stood there in awe of her words of wisdom because that's absolutely the truth. And, and plant-based collagen is, re- is, is not revolutionary because it's been here for thousands of years, but for our mindset currently in the vernacular, uh, is, is, it's revolutionary. And um, sea algaes are also protective you know, against radiation. Um, they're protective against uh, damage to our thyroid. I mean, there's so many benefits of, uh, you know, an, an, an algae, consuming algae on a regular basis. And our culture, specifically the West, uh, is just not common for us. I mean, in the East, you, you see it on the table every day, every meal, um, but not here, not at all. Oh, I know. Uh, my favorite vegan collagen and sea algae is Irish sea moss. Mm. That, I mean, for instance, collagen plant-based collagen isn't a hundred percent protein. So it's a little, um, a bit of a misnomer to call it a collagen. It's not the same as a collagen protein, but it is a collagen supplement. You know, it supports skin health and particularly thyroid health. But I tried all the pea proteins and all of those things. And I really settled on Irish sea moss. So we're developing another couple of flavors, just using Irish sea moss. Mm. which um, it's fun to work with. It's, it's a really interesting product. Yeah. It's funny. Cause you know, when you look at the analytics of like your content and who's engaging with it and how my Irish sea moss post from like eight years ago, it's getting, it got like the most historically hits out of, out of all. Um, I use Irish sea moss on a regular basis in my kitchen. I mean, I always have the paste in my fridge to make cheeses, uh, to thicken sauces, to put into smoothies, to make mm-hmm. into facials, um, I just use it to make chocolate mousse, you know, like all kinds of things I just need it for. Um, yeah. But it is, it's very new for most, most of us in the West. 
Yeah, it's it's a fantastic product. And again, sourcing the high quality Irish sea moss is the most important part, right. you know, because there are farms, there's wild caught, there's warm water, there's cold water. It's purple, you know, white, yeah. you know, different colors. It's yeah. A good point. Yeah. But I, I feel yeah. like it's at least a little bit safer because where Irish sea moss grows is mostly in the north, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Like Greenland? And there are farms in the Caribbean now. There are, they're called Irish sea moss farms, but they're in very warm water areas. So oh. I haven't, I haven't, I didn't really dive into that product. I stayed with the North cold water products, but yeah, it's something to again, explore. It's tricky. All things are tricky. Well, it's fun to get curious. I think, I mean, I was, I was amazed that I could make lower fat, vegan, creamy cheeses and and, and cream sauces with Irish moss. That was actually the first thing I'm like, how can I get the flavor and the texture without the calories and fat? Um, Because I put on weight so easily that, you know, it's, I got to really watch that. Um, and I put on muscle really easily as well, which is great, but you know, I, you gotta, you gotta, you know, find the balance in the scales, which brings me to my next thing is you, um, are a go-getter. You've had, uh, a couple of careers. It sounds like at least two now (laughs) when you went from the film industry and, um, and you have two daughters. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. um, you, you've had you've had to be confronted, I would imagine, uh, with juggling it all, with really figuring out how to how to balance mm-hmm. it. Yeah. What, what were some of the tools that you use or you've used over the years that have really helped you just really for our listeners to understand all the different ways in which we do this? Uh, I don't know. It's you know, I, I was divorced. I got divorced when my children were young, like two and four, and I raised them as a single mother the whole time. Um, and my ex-husband didn't want to pay child support. So I was the, I was the support of the family. And I even moved my mother to Ohio (laughs) the last two years of her life and took care of her. So I had, you know, I was, yeah, and it's fine. I mean, it was great. And I loved every second. I wouldn't change a thing, but the biggest secret, you know, with working and raising children and doing all that is I just stopped thinking. I don't overthink anything. It's, I became very intuitive about what was next. I make a list in the morning and I finish the list by the end of the day. And then my mind is pretty free. I know it all sounds sort of simplistic, but it worked for me. So I would just go through my list and do things and try to really be present, really be in the moment, thinking about the past and thinking about the future wasn't getting the laundry done or getting someone to ballet or getting, you know, a movie trailer produced. So it's it's like tennis. I used to describe it as playing the net when I had kids at home. I was just at the net hitting the ball back all the time. And yeah, of course there were ups and downs. Of course it was difficult and I was tired and I don't think that's any different than anyone else's life. So there was no, um, I don't want to say, pity or any, you know, that's a very strong word, but I never wanted to trade places with anyone. Mm. Um, again, that's another thing about being in Ojai, I live in a small town. So I had a front row seat on everybody's relationship and everyone's family. And it didn't, some marriages, I would not have traded that marriage for being single ever, you know, or some of the relationships I saw some of the parenting styles. I just learned so much about what we have in our home, each of us and how to appreciate that. Oh, such great messages. 
Yeah, what each of us have in our homes. And I think that we take it for granted or we oftentimes think it's not enough um, and it needs so much improvement that we can't even you know, relax. So I think these are really important messages to hear for myself and I'm sure for our listeners. Wow. Because, um, you know, overthinking is one thing and I admittedly do that, but, uh, and want to try to simplify, but my goal this year has been to be more present. And I know it sounds so cliche, but- it's been huge teaching me exactly what you described, you know, staying out of the past um, and out of the, out of the future and really, really being in the present so that I can access that, that intuition, that wisdom that you're, you're describing. And so my, my question for you is like, what do you do with the doubt or the, or the fear? Like, is it like, there's just, you don't allow time for it because it's not productive. Um, because I think that for me, that's Sorry. part of the overthinking. No, no, it's fine. Well, I think it has to do with being older, you know, growing older and realizing that all the fear that I had before, who cares? You know, I I love my life. That fear didn't stop the good things. Mm -hmm. So now when I have fear, it doesn't last very long. I'm talking a couple minutes because it's like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Right. You know, my company goes out of business and I lose money and I have to figure it out. But all I have to do to make that not happen is focus, work, and do the right thing, you know, because I know I have a good product and, and I don't think it's, I mean, I'm not trying to launch a rocket to the moon. I'm selling drinks in grocery stores. What you're doing down to the simplest thing, even the rocket part might not even be that complicated because they have teams, they have help. But when you sit down what we're doing, you know, I don't have to walk across the desert. I'm not a refugee. My children are healthy. Every day that I think I have a problem, I, I realize, you know, I have healthy children. And again, that comes back to being in a small town where I saw um, accidents, kids, you know, passed away who are my children's age, uh, children who are sick, parents who died. And that the perspective that I got from being in this town and knowing everyone, it's kind of an old fashioned thing. You know, a hundred years ago, I think much we experienced death much more closely because we didn't have hospitals and hospice and all the things we have to remove it from our lives. And I think people had a better, a different perspective, you know, a more intense perspective on how fragile life can be. So I feel like the luckiest person in the world compared to anyone who's suffered some of the things I described. That's a great, great reminder because we kind of get absorbed with ourselves and our inadequacies. So I really appreciate that. We have to step outside of ourselves. That's one of the reasons I moved to the Bay Area. So I knew out of my backyard, I could be on top of a mountain relatively quickly and just Mm -hmm. have that remembrance of, you know, my part in the whole, but you know, that the whole is much bigger than me. Yeah. It's really important. It's really important to be in nature too. Like you just described, just go outside and look at the sky or go on a hike. And that's another plus you live in a small town. I don't know how big Fairfax is these days, but um, you know, we're both able to go outside and walk around and just experience that. It makes a huge difference. It does for me. And um, that leads to my, to my next question, which is really the last question. And what, how do you resource yourself? Like if you're feeling really low and depleted, um, you know, cause you got your to-do list done and it was particularly challenging that day. Um, what, what do you, what do you do to restore yourself, to resource yourself? 
I took a great dinner. I have a swimming pool with a view of the mountains and it has a jacuzzi. That's how lucky I am. So I, I'll go and be in the jacuzzi and the, get in the ice cold pool. I got a sauna from Costco. So I have a sauna in the backyard. You know, I have all these fantastic things to do right outside my door. And I'm very, very lucky to have those things. So by an hour after the day is over, I'm rejuvenated on a certain level just because of those things. Absolutely. Well, I mean, that's, you know, washing a day off. I find that those rituals, I swim in the evening as well, not in my own pool, but, um, and it's really big. It's almost like it just washes it away. Maybe it's the ions. I don't know what it is, but it's like energetically just clearing. It's just incredible. And I also, I do a sauna too. That's like, that's like, I love my sauna. (laughs) So water, Water is fantastic. I get really... I do get annoyed if I'm not in water at least once a week. Not annoyed. I mean, I feel the stress. Yeah, it's like a buildup. Yeah. Yeah. So I get in the pool every day. I live 12 miles from the ocean. I go to the ocean. I'll just drive, you know, to go to Target or something, and I'll stop in the beach and jump in the water. But, you know, the water makes, it just transcends to a different place on earth. It's great. Great way to say it transcends. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. It's a transcendent feeling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ours is a little complicated now, but just with COVID, but uh, yeah, I, I tend to slide in whenever I can find a slot because yeah. they fill up. It like liberates every night at midnight, but I can't stay up till midnight. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Are you swimming laps at yeah. a club? Yeah. It's like yeah. At the it's- high school here, Drake, uh, or formerly known as Drake now, Archie Williams. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they offer uh, for adult swim in mornings and evenings. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. It's so wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Cindy, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I really, I want to encourage all of our listeners to check out pure wild. It is a beverage that is not only delicious, but also nutritious on a, on a, on a cellular level. That's going to help prevent the natural consequences of aging for your joints, your connective tissue, your beauty, uh, your heart, your organs. I mean, it's such an incredible, incredible thing. Her flavors are delicious and nutritious. Um, my favorite I have to say is the holy basil. Is it a hibiscus holy basil? Is that the one? Is that the blueberry? Blueberry. blueberry yeah. I just love the color because I'm a, I'm I'm a just <laughs> wild about all things purple in nature, but the the phytoscience, um, just such intelligent, intelligent mixtures. Her turmeric blend is also divine. And the lime is like a, kind of like a limeade, you know. I I would say it's so delicious. Would you agree? It's great for margaritas too, for a collagen <laughs> boost. You know, you can have a collagen cocktail and makes life feel healthier. So that's fun. And a healthy wine. Could you show us as well, like the wine bottle again? Yeah. Or not again. Bottle of wine. Oh. It's uh, Pure Wild, it's the Marine Collagen Infused Chardonnay. It's the only collagen wine on the market. And I bottled it in Sonoma Valley in August. I think I just got it. It took about six months to navigate getting the formula approved. It's low alcohol, 60 calories a glass, zero grams of sugar. And I'm putting it on the website as soon as I can. Folks, so. if you drink wine, this is the smarter choice. I, I mean, that I don't know any uh, wine that's going to beat that, that profile, that nutritional profile. So just delighted to know about this. And thank you for your innovation, your fortitude, um, <laughs> and your inspiration. Thanks. My pleasure. That was fun. 
Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.